This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Together presented by Progressive Insurance on Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. I still can't get over that from yesterday. How could you do that, Harry Douglas, to one of our boys, one of our producers, Shannon Penn, who let it, know, let it be known that he is still upset about not getting the right kind of burn when he had a chance to be a part of a youth team back in his youth back then where he thought that he should have been more of a man to get a chance to play, and they weren't giving him burn, and he gave the coach the business. And then he said, hey, Shannon, maybe you weren't that good. Maybe you clipboard Shannon. No apologies coming from you to Shannon Penn at all from no, yesterday? No, no. We had Delaney Walker on recently, right? Yes, we and he did. said one thing about me is I was going to always keep it real, tell it how it was, right? Uh-huh. I remember when I played with Dante Robinson with the Atlanta Falcons, and he used to yep. walk in the training room. Yeah. He used to be like, HD. And you know what I used to reply as soon as he said that? that? Ain't nobody exempt. Nobody. <laughs> Coaches, producers, bosses, co-workers. Uh-huh. Nobody is exempt. No one. I get it. I get that. But you weren't there when he was going through that. You don't know the circumstance. I read, I read between the lines. Freddie, I read between the lines. Then you read War and Peace. You read that entire book, not even between the lines. Shannon, does he does he owe you an apology? That's what I want to know. That's what Devin Kane, our other producer, we want to know. Does Harry Douglas owe you an apology for shading what did not happen for you when you were a young kid? No, nah, of course not. I, I respect uh, Harry's opinion and his honesty, and I'll I'll, I'll sit on this one. You lie. You lie. <laughs> you lie. Wow. Pause. <laughs> yeah. Pause. Lies and pause together. That name is Shannon Penn. Good Lord. You just lie. But I, I give Shannon for taking the high road. But, man, if you had done that to me, <laughs> we might have had to have a conversation after the show. <laughs> You can join the conversation anytime you want. If you want to shade somebody or be shaded by somebody, do that part of the Freddie Harry call in line at triple eight say ESPN. That is eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. So now that we got rid of he's not gonna apologize thing when it comes to Harry Douglas with Shannon Penn. The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. There's one common thing other than playing quarterback. As we get ready for Super Bowl 58 involving Patrick Mahomes of Kansas City and Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers, what they have in common, that one common thing is going to be there that we're going to tell you about that you may not know about these two. As a matter of fact, speaking of Brock Purdy, in five minutes, waiting to hear how you finish this. Like I said earlier, you know, people can overlook you, may not think you're the biggest, the fastest, the strongest, but... That finish, that thought will come your way in about five minutes. But I thought about this this morning when I kept watching your breakdown that you post on social media, on Instagram, on H Dogs 83. It was a great breakdown of Kansas City, how they were able to run outside, and some of the clips involved Patrick Mahomes, and other clips where you had a Brock Purdy, the anticipation throws like he made in the NFC Championship game. The one thing that jumped out to me when I was watching that, and I watched it for more than a minute this morning, we never saw this coming from either guy. Easy to say Brock Purdy, because everybody passed on him. 49ers talk about getting the seventh round, Mr. Relevant. They passed on him six times before they made the last pick of the draft in 2022. So, of course, that's the easy part of it that no one could have seen this from Brock, Brock Purdy be the San Francisco 49ers, no matter what kind of personals around him. But we never saw this kind of greatness from Patrick Mahomes. If anybody out there says, oh, yeah, I saw that, stop lying to yourself and stop lying to us. Nobody saw that when it came to him. Even Kansas City didn't see that. The fact that we're even having a conversation with Patrick Mahomes already 
and he's got at least, in my opinion, another 10, 12 years, Harry Douglas, before we may start to see a decline in his game. Maybe the fact that it's like this and he's become that gold standard, that soon after Tom Brady retired from the National Football League, to me that's the one common thing between these two. We did not see this coming. Easy to say Brock Purdy may be a little bit tougher when it comes to Patrick Mahomes and what he's done up to this point. Yeah, and I agree with you, Freddie. When it comes to Patrick Mahomes, no one in their right mind can sit up here and say, you know what, everything that Patrick Mahomes has accomplished within his first six years of starting at the quarterback position in the National Football League, we've seen it coming. It's, it's, it's humanly impossible for you to see that coming. But let me explain to you how rare it is. Okay. Patrick Mahomes was a first-round draft pick. So I'm going to go back 54, 55 years. There's only been three quarterbacks taken in the first round, Freddie, in which they were a part of a dynasty. And I consider the Kansas City Chiefs a dynasty because you can't go to four Super Bowls in six years and have a quarterback, you know, win two MVPs and not be considered a dynasty, in my opinion. That's fair. Okay. I feel you on that one. And I'm going to start with Terry Bradshaw in 1970, right? He was able to win four Super Bowls, 74, 75, 78, and 79. Mm -hmm. Now, when you look at Troy Aikman being drafted in the first round in 1989, he won it in 92, 93, and 95. Patrick Mahomes, so far, he, he's won it in ni- 19 and 22. But here's the thing about Patrick Mahomes that's, that's unique, in my opinion. What's that? He's had two seasons in which he's thrown for over 5,000 yards. He's never had a season, Freddie, in which he started in the National Football League that he hasn't thrown for at least 4,000 yards. On top of that, he's had a 50-touchdown season, which that happened in his first year starting. Mm -hmm. And he's never had a season in which he completed, while starting in the National Football League, less than 65% of his passes. That's insane, in my opinion, on top of the Super Bowl wins, on top of winning two MVP awards. So if anybody could sit up here and say that, hey, man, they took Patrick Mahomes in the first round and they moved up, and we knew he was going to go to six straight (laughs) AFC championship appearances. We knew in his first six years he would go to uh, four Super Bowls. Uh You're a liar. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's wonderful you want to perpetuate that lie out there (laughs) because we know (laughs) even Patrick Mahomes didn't see this. Even Andy Reid, his head coach, didn't see this. And Andy Reid's seen some quarterbacks when he's been offensive coordinator and then the head coach in Philadelphia, and now what he has, the genius of a quarterback in front of him when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. You also go on the outside of the San Francisco 49ers. And I go back to that conversation that Jed York, the CEO, had last week when his, his coach, Kyle Shannon, comes to him and says, yeah, I know we got Jimmy Garoppolo. He got to the Super Bowl, and we moved up and gave up a lot of collateral. With Trey Lance, but our quarterback, our best quarterback, maybe that third string guy. And Jed York said, the guy that you drafted last in this draft, that guy, Brock Purdy, the guy that looks like a Sunday school teacher or a social media director, that guy. And Kyle Shanahan goes, I know what I know, and I know what I see. And that's the guy that's going to be our starting quarterback. The fact that both of these guys have been able to do what they've been able to do. And when you think about it on different kind of levels, in a short amount of time, Patrick Mahomes being this kind of having this kind of conversation around him, and he still just finished up year seven. Didn't start his first year in the National Football League. No matter what you think about Brock Purdy and who's around him and everything else, he's still about to be a starting quarterback in a Super Bowl in his second year, being Mr. Irrelevant when nobody thought he'd be a starting quarterback in the UFL, much less the NFL. The fact they've been able to succeed this quickly, this soon in their careers on different levels, 
says a lot about the, says a lot about the one thing that both of these guys share about trying to about and they're about to try to beat each other in a Super Bowl in about five days. I think what's what else is uh, very unique to me about Patrick Mahomes is how he's been able to do it right. Um, we've seen his first four seasons started in, uh, starting in the National Football League and what that looked like, being able to have Tyreek Hill and also Travis Kelsey a little mm-hmm. bit more around him right. versus last year winning the Super Bowl, Tyreek Hill departs, goes to Miami, becomes the number one wide receiver, still has the number, but doesn't have the success that the Kansas City Chiefs had, right? right. But also how many players on that roster were young players uh, contributing to the fact that they won a Super Bowl. And then this year, you had the adversity. You know, had to lean on the run game a little bit more. And Andy Reid touched on this a little bit more. Uh, in my opinion, he, he really did. He said it, it, it allowed Patrick Mahomes to grow uh, that much more as a quarterback and to be able to, you know, feel different parts of his game that may not may not have been filled right. when you had a Tyreek Hill, when you didn't go uh, – then uh, uh, didn't have that adversity t- facing your football team. So sure. I love the growth that he's been able to, you know, display this season or rather the last two years and always having his teammates back, no no matter what the circumstances were, right? Because we mm-hmm. were on this offense hard right. from the penalties, the drop passes in which they led the NFL. Mm-hmm. But Patrick Mahomes and his belief in his guys never wavered. And it's paying huge dividends right now as they're trying to get another Super Bowl victory under their belts. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Even Andy Reid, he had nothing but flowers as a Chiefs head coach, not just for his quarterback, but the guy on the other side that, when you think about it, has just gotten here to the National Football League. He's a great player, and I've been around a lot of great ones. Um, He's right at the top of the list there. He's uh, top-notch all the way around. All the things that make somebody great, he's got them. Yeah, no, he was Mr. Irrelevant, and um, he's done a great job. I, I remember talking to the coach at Iowa State, his head coach, and he said he completely changed the program around. And he's doing the same thing here. I mean, I, I, I'm i sure Kyle's very glad to have him on board, and uh, he's doing a phenomenal job for him. Because that's the genius of when you have players like that and you know they're never satisfied. Brock Purdy, he keeps this up. He's going to be that superstar quarterback. You don't have to like it. You don't have to understand it. You can be jealous of it. But at the rate he's going, and he keeps producing like this and keeps never being satisfied, like the guy he's about to play on Sunday, because Patrick Mahomes has shown he's far from satisfied. He mentioned when the season got started, you know what, if you guys are sick of us now, I want you to continue to be sick of us because we have not scratched the surface of how many championships we want or I want as a, as a team and as an individual. And even Brock Purdy has said, you know what, you can say whatever you want, but I'm going to do everything I can to keep getting better and better and better and not let people down who believe me in this organization. Both of those thoughts and both of those quarterbacks, Harry, should scare a lot of people in the National Football League that this may be the beginning of something involving Mahomes and Purdy and the Chiefs and the 49ers playing on a big stage like this. Yeah, from from Brock Purdy's perspective, I, I, don't, want, I don't want people to sit up here and think it's normal what he's doing in the National Football League. Right. To mm-hmm. be a seventh round draft pick, the last pick in the NFL draft, uh, you have two quarterbacks get hurt, but you have the pro ability to be able to be ready because you stay ready. Right. Right. To go in there and lead your offense and throw the football 37 times, but also go through the surgery that you had on your arm, come back and be the mm-hmm. starting quarterback Good and point. lead this group to a Super Bowl in your first two years, a NFC championship game and a Super Bowl appearance in your first two years. That's not normal. So what Brock Purdy is doing and also what Patrick Mahomes is doing 
is not normal, and no one in their right mind could have guessed it would have went this way mm-hmm. for both of those quarterbacks. Yeah, even Brock Purdy talked about the old adage is true if you believe in yourself. Like I said earlier, you know, people can overlook you, may not think you're the biggest, the fastest, the strongest, but man, if you believe in yourself and you think that you have what it takes and you truly do believe that and you don't give up on it, then you can achieve it. I'm not saying you have to hold on to that idea in itself because you'll be so consumed with it. And if you don't get it, then you're going to obviously be upset with it and not be able to move on. But believe in yourself and, and give it give it a shot because you never know. You never you know leave a stone unturned. Like that's sort of the mindset. Hopefully I've been able to give people belief, whether it's football, baseball, it doesn't matter what sport. The believe in yourself part is everything to me. Uh, because it's hard for anyone else mm-hmm. outside of your own body to believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. Right. It's kind they, of hard they to can, do They yeah. can sit there and say, hey, you have the potential. We feel like you can be X, Y, and Z. But if mm-hmm. you don't believe it, it's going to be hard to achieve it. With Brock Purdy and with Patrick Mahomes, nothing should be deemed impossible. And it doesn't matter if it's a football thing. It could be in anything. If both of those guys, and I know Patrick Mahomes was drafted in the first round. Kansas City trade up to get him. The fact he's been able to do this in seven years is remarkable. We're talking about him in that conversation. If he wins another Super Bowl, that'll be three in his first seven years in the NFL. Three and four appearances in a Super Bowl. That becomes a dynasty. You win three and four years, you get into that dynasty conversation. Then he becomes part of the quarterback dynasty conversation when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. The fact that we're having that conversation so soon about him is remarkable. The fact that Brock Purdy's in any kind of conversation, even Patrick Mahomes, giving plenty of love to Brock Purdy. He, he's done a great job in these last two years that he's played. I haven't got to play him yet, but he he's do, he does a great job extending plays. He does a great job making the throws. I mean, he's a winner. I mean, I saw that. I didn't play him at, when he was at Iowa State, but when he was at Iowa State playing against my Red Raiders, he was winning. And I mean, he's always been a winner, and that's what it takes in this league. It's not always the flashy plays. Can you go out there and win? He, he does both, the flashy and he wins football games. Go ahead and laugh. I know you want to about Patrick Mahomes' voice. Go right I'm ahead. I'm here. I'm go. here at the Super Bowl, and I'm trying to contend. I'm here. I'm, looking I'm at trying you. to go back-to-back. Back. I'm here. <laughs> I'm looking at your face, Shannon Penn's face, Devin Kane's face, our producers. And it, it, it just a smile just went, <laughs> the minute that they heard him speaking, like, oh, here comes Kermit the Frog again. So someone asked him about that yesterday, about the Kermit, Kermit the Frog impersonation, yeah. and he's like, I'm talking right now. <laughs> I'm talking pre- right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool that he's leaned into that, that he hasn't gotten upset he hasn't gotten in his feelings. He's leaned into that because when you're the biggest, baddest boy on Sesame Street, in the case of the NFL, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, he's like, you can say whatever you want. Guess what I'll be doing on Sunday? You can say whatever you like. You make fun of my voice. Say, I'm playing for that back-to-back Super Bowl uh, victory. He's like, have your fun now because I'm about to try to have my fun when Sunday rolls around. Here's another thing, Freddie, that I don't want to get left out when oh. talking about okay. the dynasty situation. I want, I want to touch on really quick, briefly. Mm-hmm. Like one quarterback that missed it, right? You talk okay. about Jim Kelly going yeah. to four straight Super Bowls, was drafted yeah. 14th overall in 1983. Four falls of Buffalo. Yeah. Think about how his career, at the end of the day, what it could have looked like mm-hmm. if they would have won two, three, maybe all four of those Super Bowls and even, how he would be talked about right now. Even one. Yeah. Even one, he would have one more than Dan Marino. Yep. Marino, Dan Marino only got the one Super Bowl in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Many people still consider him maybe the most pure quarterback that's ever played in the National Football League. Whatever you want to take with that opinion, go right ahead. And he only got the one. Got destroyed by Joe Montana and the 49ers, who won four during his time. It showed you how minute that is when you can be a champion or be part of a championship or not a part of a championship. Because I guarantee you, and I don't have any intel, Harry, 
But there are a lot of guys out there right now that look at Patrick Mahomes going, if I don't get one, it's going to be because of you. I don't want to be my. I don't want to be a Patrick Ewing to your Michael Jordan. I don't want to be a John Stockton, Carl Malone to your Michael Jordan. I don't want to be a Charles Barkley to your Michael Jordan. It's not diminishing the guys I just mentioned in the NBA that never won the NBA championship. But I wonder how much they probably lie awake at night and go, I could have one or two if that blankety blank was in Chicago. I wonder how many quarterbacks are out there right now thinking, man, if I don't get one, I can blame old number 15 in white and red because he may be the main reason. If I'm Josh Allen in Buffalo, if I'm Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, if I'm Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, if I'm Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, that may not be able to get one because that dude's not going anywhere anytime soon in Kansas City. Think about how many guys don't have an NBA ring right now because of Steph Curry or LeBron James. That's fair, too. <laughs> that, those are two more that. guys. Yeah. LeBron's probably thinking, I'd have seven if it wasn't for you, Steph. Yep. I might have a lot more, Steph, if it wasn't for you. There's a lot of that going around. It shows you how very, very razor thin that is that can happen one way or the other. One of our new favorites is Marshawn in Iowa, 888-729-3776. He's got something to say about the upcoming Super Bowl number 58 involving Kansas City and San Francisco. Mellow Marshawn, what you got, my friend? What's going on, my peeps, man? We're good. We're good. I, I mean, one thing, first thing I'm going to say is I, I enjoy you guys' show like 100%. You guys are like, you know what I'm saying, my half-brothers from Beijing, man, straight up, man. <laughs> uh, secondly, this, this, this Super Bowl, man, this is about to mark Purdy's Purdy's this is about to mark his legendary career, like straight up, man. This is probably gonna be the first first time Pat Mahomes gonna have to play catch up. But in my mind, this is gonna be a Kittle versus Kelsey game. Kittle's got so much revenge on himself, man. If y'all don't remember, he told himself, I'm gonna be back here. <laughs> I'm coming back. Well, he's back. He's back. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at the Kittle versus Kelsey revenge game. That's how I'm looking at this. Caffrey, Pacheco, they gonna do what they do. But watch Kittle and Kelsey. These guys gonna be round for round, man. Yeah, I, th- I think George Kittle's mm-hmm. he has to be big in this in this football game, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I think from start to finish. It just can't be Travis Kelsey on the opposing side doing his thing at the tight end position because yeah. we do know that Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, he's gonna have some craziness up his sleeve. Right. And, and, and George Kittle is going to have to be an outlet or a guy that's able to beat man coverage and get open and have those explosive plays right. to be able to make things easier for the uh, for the San Francisco 49ers offense. Because, you know, Freddie, I talked about this a few weeks ago. It's humanly impossible every drive that you have the football mm-hmm. to go 80 yards, 10, 12 mm-hmm. plays. You right. got to have explosive plays. That's what hurt Buffalo versus Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I also feel like. You know, the Baltimore Ravens, they got some, right. but they hurt themselves as well. So if you're yeah. San Francisco, George Kittle has to be a major part mm-hmm. in everything that you want to do on Sunday. Fred in California's got something to say about the upcoming Super Bowl 58 at 888-729-3776. Fred, what you got? Oh, I, like I was telling, I'm not a Niners fan or a Kansas City fan. Okay. But I looked at all these games. I've seen Kansas City, who was supposed to be the underdog against Buffalo, beat Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Underdog against Baltimore, what do they have beat them? Mm-hmm. 49ers, they got lucky against Green Bay in Detroit, but you got Kansas City. But everybody got Kansas City as underdog. I don't understand that to save my life. <laughs> Fred, here's, here's how you understand it. Two words. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Las Vegas. Let's put it that way. Because Las Vegas trying to cash yeah, in. Yeah, when I saw that line that the 49ers opened up first, the two-and-a-half-point favorites, and now they're still a point-and-a-half-point favorite, I said, oh, boy. 
I just shook my head from side to side thinking, let's give the Chiefs more motivation. Well, because it doesn't make sense to me because we're having a conversation about Patrick Mahomes being the standard uh-huh. and, and comparing him uh-huh. to Tom Brady uh-huh. in, in, a, in a Super Bowl game. Come on now. Even though he may not have played his greatest games in Super Bowl, still, uh, he's Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Come on now. He's Patrick Mahomes. I, when I saw that opening line, and that line has pretty much stayed between two and a point and a half for the San Francisco 49ers as favorites, that's why some people think the NFL's rigged because Las Vegas <laughs> keeps doing stuff like this and get all that money in, all that sharp money in, and the next thing you know, the odds swing one way or another. Keep weighing in. Join the conversation about Super Bowl 58. Anything you got to say about it, Freddie and Harry want to hear from you in the Freddie and Harry call-in line at 888 espn 888 He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and Australia Smart Speaker to play ESPN Radio. And why is it so personal when it comes to the Chiefs and you-know-who? That's next. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. In the words of the great late actor Heath Ledger, why so serious? When it comes to Kansas City and you know who, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on Sirius XM Channel 80 and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We'll try to get to the bottom of why so serious about the Chiefs and you know who as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. We're going to get to that in a couple of minutes. Plenty of you want to weigh in on the Freddie and Harry call in line at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Any thought you got about the Super Bowl? We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. No judgment, no disrespect. Maybe. Let's bring in one of our favorites from the great state of Virginia. He is the Mighty Wolf on 3, 2, 1. <laughs> Mighty Wolf, yes. what you got, my man? Yeah. Back brothers. <laughs> Let me say something real quick. Human right. interest. The reason why your ratings are rocking and you're the best show in the sports radio world is because you don't get stuck on stats. You get into that human interest story. Amen. Let me give you an example. Okay. Freddie, 
preacher <laughs> also has a common trait with Rock Purdy. Okay. You both skipped choir practice. I can tell because <laughs> Harry Douglas is the singer. Absolutely. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's, no, there's no question about that. <laughs> and, and on and on and on rhythm and blues Tuesday, <laughs> I try to name those days for you. I think I'm a content guy. <laughs> I have to say, I have to say that all those human interest stories that you bring up about the individuals, the guys that have gone through the adversity, the guys that worked their tail off since they were kids, cutting choir practice or not, is showing on the field today. That's why you relate so well to this audience, and we appreciate it. No, thank you, Wolf, man. We appreciate you being a faithful listener. And let me borrow some of that wood you was chopping yesterday so I can light my fireplace. My son loves the fireplace being lit. (laughs) So I I need some of that wood to throw in the fireplace. Pause. You can come down here as long as you take your turn on the splitting all. There you go. Yeah, That's right, Wolf. Put Harry to work. There's no free labor here so he can benefit. Put him to work. I get my wood right now, Pauls. Oh, stop. From, from Sam's. I get it from Sam's. I was about to say, they don't have those kind of temper down in Atlanta, Georgia. You got to go north of Virginia to get but you know, you know it's 60 degrees right now. It's beautiful outside here in uh-huh. Atlanta, Georgia. I don't know about up north, Freddie, but it's, I'll be up there later in the week. It's about 35, but it's going to get close to 50, 55 this weekend. So oh, yes. I guess I you're bringing the warm weather with you a little something timber not included apparently when it comes to you (laughs) we're still going to hell Ruben in milwaukee my friend what do you got to say about super bowl 58 that happens in five days my brothers how's it going thanks for taking my call i haven't called in a while you know i'm a big dallas fan so we haven't had much to cheer about in january for the last like 25 years true but anyway (laughs) um everybody's talking about brock purdy you know he had a good season everything like that but personally speaking, I think the 49ers are going to get blowed the beat, you know what, out. Ooh. Why? I don't see him having a good game. Okay. I see uh, the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs went to uh, Baltimore. Excuse me. Baltimore went to uh, 49ers, what, about a month ago on Monday Night Football? Absolutely. Beat them pretty Christmas, bad. Christmas Day. You're right. Yeah, beat them pretty bad. So, um, hey, and give Baltimore credit. They got what, number one running game in, in the NFL this year. Uh, their receivers are better than the uh, 49ers receivers. And I think that uh, the game plan for Mr. Kelsey is that uh, they won't use him in the first half because, you know, that, that they'll throw their defense off. So I think he's going to start slowly and then uh, try to work all his receivers in, that being Mr. Mahomes. And then uh, the 49ers will be behind. Uh, Brock Purdy is going to have his worst game as a pro because he'll be have to play catch up, and then uh, you know he'll be a little high on his passes, a little low on some of them as well. Some tip passes here and there, but you know the brothers had a great season though, and I don't take anything from him. Amen. I do not take anything from him because he's up there, what top two or three as far as MVP. But um, I think they're just going to get blowed out first. Now, Ruben, I will say this about the San Francisco 49ers. And, Freddie, I touched on this a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't believe they can get down in this ball game versus the Kansas City Chiefs yeah. like they got down versus the Detroit Lions. So a fast start is mm-hmm. imper- imperative for the San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. Now, when you look at San Fran, I think it's important that they stay committed and stay true to the run game, something that Todd Munkin and the Baltimore Ravens did not stay true to. They, didn't even, right? they weren't even true at the beginning. No, 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 no. And when you look at San Fran, Baltimore was the number one rushing team this season. Well, San Francisco's number three. And the Detroit Detroit Lions are number five. The Detroit Lions show, um, Mm -hmm. you know, 
the consistency in the first half, right. rushing for 148 yards, three touchdowns, but it died off right. in the second half. They only rushed the football eight times. Which made no so sense. more of the story, in my opinion, when you're facing the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to stay committed to the run game yeah. unless you're down 35 points. Then there's no yeah. reason for you to stay committed to the run game, but that kind of defeats the purpose of what I, uh, of the point of what I just made. Right. If you're San Fran, you got to start fast. Yeah, well, if you're San Francisco, if you're going to start fast, then you're going to make things better for a lot of Americans out there because that means – Less of Kansas City winning and less of Taylor Swift being shown because you know she's going to be there at Super Bowl 58 cheering on her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. And believe me, Travis Kelsey talked about his girl supporting his team. And believe me, you're probably not going to hear it, but you're going to hear it right now, Freddie Harry, on ESPN Radio. You can't put in any more pressure than I put on myself, I promise you that. That's just the, the heart of a competitor. She's definitely brought a lot of new faces to the game. It's been fun to experience that. She seems to be enjoying the games. She's a part of Chiefs Kingdom right now, and seeing her enjoy the game of football, knowing that it's kind of new to her life. Even NFL boss Roger Goodell weighed in on the Swifty effect. Having the Taylor Swift effect is also a positive. Listen, they, they're, both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment, and I think that's why she loves NFL football. But I think it's great to have, um, have her a part of it. Uh, obviously, it, it creates a buzz. It creates uh, a, another group of young fans, particularly young women, that um, are interested in seeing why is she going to this game? Why is she interested in this game? Besides Travis, she is a football fan. And I think that's great for us. I just want to know two things. Why are people making this so serious about her and him being together? And she's a massive star and he's a major star in the NFL. And a lot of that seriousness gets really, really personal because when he was at the presser yesterday for opening night for the Super Bowl, meaning Travis Kelsey, the minute he and Patrick Mahomes got on stage, the 49ers fans started booing. That's understandable. Then the mere mention of her name, and he started to speak on it, even more, more booze came down. I'm saying, why is this so personal and that serious when it comes to this right now involving those two? Freddie, I don't understand it because we're talking about a, a young lady in Taylor Swift who just at the Grammys brought home album of the year. So clearly she's doing a lot right in her life. When you look at a social media following on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, 95 million followers on Instagram, 280 million followers. She has a, a, a massive influence on women, girls, and even some a lot of guys as well. A lot of guys oh, like yeah. her music, right? Oh, yeah. Nick Cardi, one of our guys behind the scenes, man. There's he's the ultimate Swifty, male or female. Him. Yeah, but but I but I but I think it's 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 good that she and Travis Kelsey are dating and she's going to support him and actually enjoying the game and being authentic in doing so. Right. Mm -hmm. And not sitting up there in the box being snobby with her pinky tooted up. Don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> so the fact that she's 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 social mm -hmm. and she's having a good time at these games and yep. she's excited. I think it's a beautiful thing. I, I really do. I, I just don't. I know it's modern times because people have more platforms to speak on their displeasure. Misery needs company. Uh, well, well, the, well, right now, that line is wrapped around the earth at least 88 times. I know. When it comes to stuff like that, it could, it could be the smallest, most minute thing, and people lose their rabbit behind minds on it. And if whether you're a fan of her music, not a fan of her music, a fan of her personally, if you know her, a fan, or you're not a fan of her personally, you don't know her, I get all opinions are worthy, but it's gotten to the point that it's a little bit too personal for me when you don't even know these people. 
It's yep. very easy to shout at them on social media. Like our, our friend Kenny Smith from TNT, he calls them, you know, Twitter gangsters on social media. It's easy to be a tough person. It's easy to be a tough guy or tough girl on social media to, to throw that stuff at people. But it's just gotten to that point. And I wonder how much of that has led to people starting to think, well, maybe the Chiefs are unlikable. I'm like, if you're basing the Chiefs being unlikable because of a singer, what does that – or a relationship who, who, she's who's having with Travis Kelsey? at the top Kelsey? of her game right, right. now? exactly. Who's at the top of her game yeah, right now? Yeah, yeah, be green-eyed monster if you want jealous. Okay, I get that. But some personal attacks, that's gone a bit beyond the pale for me. And look, Travis Kelsey understands what's at stake. Taylor brought home that hardware. He has to do his part. And make sure that Chiefs bring home, bring home his portion of the hardware. You're saying trying to keep up with the Swifty right there. That he better. You you brought home a championship. Now I got to make sure I bring don't home a championship. Don't let her one up you, bro. Don't let her one up you, bro. She definitely got more money than him, so she's always gonna be one up on him. You really did it this time, son. You really <laughs> did it this time. <laughs> Tell people where that's from in case they don't know. Tell people where that's from. Coming to America. That a boy. There you go. <laughs> he, she's got her own money. Oh, she really did it this time, Taylor Swift. She really well, did it this time. Well, I mean, time. the girl has her own. Oh, money. She got her own money. <laughs> Just why so serious when it comes to that? Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. And Freddie and Harry keep hitting us up on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. That's my handle and Harry's handle at HDouglas83 in 20 minutes. Have the Kansas City Chiefs really become that unlikable because they're winning too much or because of you-know-who? We'll get to that in about 20 minutes. And Clay Thompson he is not liking the current situation with the Golden State Warriors that has everything to do with him and not him. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app. And don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. It cannot be easy when you're used to being one of the dudes especially being on the court down the stretch, on the field down the stretch, or in the late innings of a game. And then all of a sudden you look around and you may not be the dude anymore, at least one of those. I wonder that's where Clay Thompson is right now. He was benching last night's Warriors went over the Brooklyn Nets. He did not play the entire fourth quarter for the second time in three games. And when he had to deal with that, he spoke on it like this after the game. How are you feeling right now? I, mean, I, know you kind of, I feel great yeah. physically. Mentally, probably a little different story. Such as life. Yeah. When you say that, I mean, just is it just shooting struggles? Shooting. Uh, yeah, you know, pride myself in yeah. that yeah. stuff. So. What are they talking about? You ain't played to finish the game? I got to finish the game five of the finals. Well, I haven't asked that yet, but I will now. Huh? I said, I haven't asked it yet, but I Oh, you, you feel like you bought to. Yeah. I answered it for you. Already. Uh, I mean, you obviously you didn't post that. That's obviously going to be a story. I mean, that's all good. Yeah. These guys played great. He played great. DP, Jonathan. Winning trumps all. Is this is this an adjustment period for you a little bit? I mean, he's done it a few games, obviously. Yeah. Kid me? Still from. You know, one of the best players. It's hard for anybody. You know, I'll be honest with you. Is it hard? Is it? Does it matter, Clay? I mean, obviously you've had so many great games. Does it matter if it's having a game or two in a row where things go well to have things flip think the so. other way? Yeah, absolutely. And is the way the last year went sort of something you can? Definitely gives me confidence to keep going. Now, the one interrupting saying about leave Clay alone was a guy who's going to protect his teammates. When it comes to Draymond Green, the truth of the matter is, Harry, no matter what Draymond has to say, no matter how Clay feels about it, and I don't blame him, he turns 34 years of age two days from now. He's averaging 17.1 points per game, the lowest average since his second NBA season, and he's shooting career worse of over 41% of the field and 37% of the three-point line. The truth of the matter is, Golden State is going to put the best guys out there that they believe can help them win depending on the game. And that is what happened again for the second time in three nights. The truth of the matter is that when it comes to Clay Thompson. Yeah, it's it's never a beautiful thing when you're seeing someone age and they can't, number one, play defense the way they did early in their career when they were healthy, but also, you know, shoot the basketball effectively the way they did early in their career. And I go back to a series last year in the playoffs versus the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'm like, man, you know, clay gonna clay at some point. Right. And and it just didn't happen. Right. And mm-hmm. then you look at this season, but also we got to give a lot of credit to Jonathan Kaminga, what he's been able to do. Uh, Posinski, who they drafted this year, Moses Moody, who comes in and gives them a spark as well. Yeah. And what Steve Kerr is doing is going to the guys that he feel like can close the game out for them. Right. And for Clay Thompson, for me, it's hard. 
it's hard to see. Absolutely. Because my brother played in Golden State, Tony Douglas with Stephen Clay, and I've seen those guys and at the height, at the peak of their careers and what it looked like mm-hmm. up and close in person. Um, and, and, I, and I know how wonderful of a human being Clay Thompson is, and I know mm-hmm. what he went through when he went through those injuries and trying to get back or whatnot. Yeah. But it happens to just about every athlete, right? We just don't know when that time is going to come. Uh-huh. But for him, being able to get the mental part of it down, because I do believe the, the mental plays a part in the physical. Because if you're not there mentally, how can you go out there in those moments mm, right. and be the Cuddy Thompson that we are accustomed to seeing on a consistent basis throughout his career? Well, to that point, and I'll ask you that real quick. When does a guy know? Or how hard is it for a guy to realize I can't be that guy anymore and I have to adjust my mental as well as my physical as well as my spirit because going forward, this is going to be the normal in my opinion when it comes to Klay Thompson. If he's playing well early, he's going to be in the core late. If he's not and the game has gotten away, Steve Kerr is not going to put him out there just because of the old Klay Thompson. He's hoping that that comes back. Well, I remember when Clay used to guard the the best player offensively mm-hmm. for the opposing team. Now you're saying to yourself, we don't want Clay on the best offensive player because they're going to expose him, right? Yep. But as far as realizing when you know, you know, right? But he, mm-hmm. here's what happens, Freddie. You're in such disbelief and you don't want to believe it early right. on uh-huh. to, the, to the fact that you, you kind of ignore it a little bit. Now, the quicker that you get a grasp on it and understand it, okay, you know what? I might not be the same player that I used to be. Right. But you know what? I can still knock down this J. So you you start to train your body a little bit more differently, more so than you did in previous years, because now Mm. your role's different. Right. No doubt about that. We're not having this conversation, by the way, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. We're not having this conversation if not for the guy you mentioned, the way he's been coming on strong. That's Jonathan Kaminga. He's no longer searching. He's hunting. He's hunting plays for himself. He's hunting plays for others. And when you have a guy like that that you believe is now starting to, has started to figure it out, you can't afford to not have him on the court when it comes to Jonathan Kaminga. He's not waiting to try to fit in. He's been able to fit in in key spots. But this also does not help Klay Thompson. There's a certain guy still playing at an elite level known as Steph Curry. Yep. There's a certain guy out there that you look at him and say, dude, aren't you going to be 36 soon? And he's still running around there like he just got out of Davidson. And, yeah. and to Steph Curry's point, he has not have to had to deal with the injuries mm-hmm. exactly that Clay's had to deal with. But yeah. that's a part of the business. That's a part of the game. Yeah, if you, you can play hurt, you can play injured. But if you're not playing productive, they're not going to look back at your past and say, "Give him a break or give him more leeway." That's right. And if you're Clay Thompson, he put on a smiley face. He's trying to put on his best face. But I wonder how much of an inside says maybe this is it in terms of. Next year, I won't be at this organization. I'm not going to get that con- contract from said organization. And what is my value going to be if I have to go somewhere else and play? Which seems to be more of a certainty, Harry, more than ever before, Clay Thompson leaving Golden State. Well, I still think he can play basketball at a very high level. It's about him now finding his niche, right? Yeah. Figuring out you know, where he belongs for what he can do yeah. based on – his body yeah. and what has transpired over the last few years. Don't forget Golden State Saturday night. They will take on the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Back to the NFL here on Freddie and Harry. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Are the Kansas City Chiefs really becoming unlikable? That's next. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. 